Welcome to the Blast From Our Past podcast. We are the podcast that brings you all your favorite things from your childhood. I'm John. And I'm Adam. And this time we're doing another album review. Uh, Adam, this is definitely one that you requested because this is I know this is one you um, grew up liking. And that is the album Cracked Rear View from the band Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely a fan. This is actually an album that I haven't really stopped listening to. <laughs> I keep going back to it maybe every couple years. And it's one that I, I hold in high regard. It's one that I've always felt is one you can listen to from top to bottom and uh, and and be pretty happy about it uh, going the entire way. So we'll see if that theory works. If you believe, if you you know agree with that or disagree with that, we'll we'll figure that out. But it's uh it's definitely one that like I really liked this kind of '90s adult contemporary pop kind of stuff, <laughs> like. Right. You know, like Hootie and the Blowfish, like Sister Hazel, that kind of stuff. I really fucking like that. So, uh, yeah. So, so this is one I'm I'm very happy and excited to be talking about. All right, uh, I'm I'm excited to see the outcome as well. I don't think I've listened to this whole album before before um, uh, you know prepping for this mm-hmm. since probably the last time you made me listen to it when we were growing up. Probably it's the last time I listened to the entire thing. All right, Crack Review was released on July 5th of 1994. It was recorded at NRG Recording Studios in North Hollywood in Los Angeles. Uh, Runtime is about 43 minutes, officially. And it was produced by Don Gaiman, who I believe also uh, produced some uh, John Mellencamp and R.E.M. albums. Mm -hmm. All right, the band Hooting the Blowfish uh, consists of... Darius Rucker on vocals and guitar, Mark Bryan on electric guitar, or secondary car, guitar, probably lead, Dean Felber on bass, and Jim Sonny Sonnefeld on drums. Uh, and this, I think the whole entire band is from South Carolina. I think that's where they kind of grew up, uh, or at least mm-hmm. that's where they kind of all met and became friends. And uh, I can't remember if they went to to University of South Carolina or not, but I know they're from like that area. Um, and, and I remember like a lot of, it surprised a lot of people when Darius Rucker like went country, Yeah. but like I kind of listened to this album and I, I can kind of see it. I mean, yeah, he's from the South. Like the guy was probably surrounded by country music his entire life. Like it totally makes sense. And he has a fantastic voice and he, that's why he's done so well in country. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I It was one of those things that when I heard it, I was like, oh, well, that's weird. But he's not the first sort of pop guy to try to go country. Mm-hmm. So it really wasn't that unusual. I, you know, I haven't really listened to much of it. He has that one kind of hit song, Wagon Wheel. Yeah, which is a cover, but it's a, it's a damn good song. His version is very good. Yeah, he does very well with covers. I know we've talked to, about him before. Their uh, Hooting the Blowfish cover of Bill Withers' Use Me is one of my favorite covers of all time. Yeah. Yeah, it, it takes that song, which is a very kind of cool song, and then it, it amps it up. <laughs> like, the, the Hootie and the Blowfish version of Use Me, it's like, it, it's like another level, and it's fucking good. Yeah, it is really good. Um, as admittedly someone who's not necessarily a, a, a Hootie and the Blowfish hater, but not someone who kind of goes back to it, that song I can go back to mm-hmm. all the time. Um, interestingly, there there was a very famous person who did background vocals on the song "Hold My Hand," and maybe I'll hold off and talk about that okay. when we get to the song. Cool. I don't 
think you'll be able to tell who it is. Uh, the background vocals, I think, just kind of meld in. Uh, but I'm ready to dive into the album, Adam. Uh, I just have one extra little fact to add. Like, this was a, an extremely popular album. It's actually, I think, it's in the top 20 for top albums sold in the U.S. of all time, like currently. I think it's number 19. It has sold, like, I don't know, 15 million copies or, or something like that. I can't remember. Um, and it is uh, it's extremely popular. So I'm not the only one who likes Hootie and the Bullfish. I think any of the hatred they got from was from oversaturation. Probably. I mean, yeah, like, whole, only want to be with you and hold my hand. Yeah, we're played incessantly. Yes. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and dive into Cracked Review. Um, and we start with uh, the song Hannah Jane. And let's listen to that. I'll be honest, this was one that at first listening, I really didn't care about, but the more I listen to it, it grows on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. It's a very, it starts so like 90s contemporary. <laughs> like it just, <laughs> it yeah, it just screams that style for me. And it kind of immediately snaps me back, you know, it takes me back to, to being a little bit younger and like a simpler life. And I like this song. I mean, it's, it's, this is not one of the best songs on the album in my opinion not not even close mm-hmm. but it is just kind of like a very it's a very standard kind of hootie song and it uh it works i really really like darius rucker's voice so like listening to this song kind of gets me just kind of getting his voice back into my ears and i like that a lot uh, and so it makes me very happy yeah he definitely has a very distinctive voice you can pick darius rucker mm-hmm. out no matter what um yeah so i mean as i sent for me uh, it's one that's kind of grown on me a little bit it is very you know uh, 90s pop alternative mm-hmm. but overall not a not a horrible song no you know especially for one that was not a radio hit for them so speaking of radio hits uh let's go to the next song which was hold my hand it was their first single that they released from this album and uh it blew up if this song comes on in a crowded room and i don't care if people say that they're a fan or not a fan of hootie the blowfish they will sing the chorus <laughs> to this song with a little love and some tenderness we'll walk upon the water Above the mess with a little peace and 
some harmony We'll tear the world together We'll tear them by the hand Cause I got a hand for you Oh I wanna run with you Yes indeed I saw you standing there Alright, Adam, why don't you start us off with this one? Yeah, um you know, because this song was very, very popular and such a big single, um, the second that opening guitar rift goes, I just get, I melt. <laughs> I just get into like a fucking happy place. It it really teleports me back to a simpler time. You know, kind of like to you know my elementary, you know, early middle school years. Um, just it just makes me fucking happy. It, it's uh, it it just makes me want to enjoy life. And, you know, not really have a care in the world. It's, I know that's not really talking about the song other than just how it, how it makes me feel. Right. But this song does that. And it's, it's just a a very nice song. And that's something that I like that we'll talk about with this album is, you know, they have songs that just kind of like, they make you feel good. And then they have songs that make you think. And then, you know, then they have songs that are kind of like, you know, a little bit, you know, not really depressing, but they, you know, they kind of, they really, they, they pull you in a couple different angles in this album. Um, but this one right here, it's one that's where I'm just like, it, it, it's like, it's like my, my eyes, my eyes go up to like the top of my head and I'm like, I'm trying to think back and like, and that's what this song makes me do. You know, when you just kind of, you tilt, you cock your head a little to the side and you look up and you're just like, yeah, this song. You pull a JD. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly from Scrubs. Yeah, where you just kind of like you're lost in your own thoughts, and that's what "Hold My Hand" does to me. It just makes me like, man, man, good times. <laughs> uh, you definitely cannot deny it is a it's a catchy song. It's a catchy chorus. You know, simple words. Everyone can learn to sing it. Um, I can definitely see why they wanted to release it as a radio hit, and it was. I I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm guessing this is probably one of their biggest hits. Yeah, it was. I think their second biggest hit. Which we'll get to. They're 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 definitely their top hit uh, in a little bit. Yeah, pretty pretty soon. If if mm-hmm. it's the one I'm thinking of, it's pretty soon. Yeah. Um, and that actually it's kind of weird because you have um, you end up with three big radio hits off this album that are all back to back on this because this leads us to our, our next song, which was their next single that they released uh, later that same year, and that is "Let Her Cry." She sits alone by land. Trying to find a thought that's escaped her mind She says there's the one I love the most But stops not far behind She never lets me in Only tells me where she's been When she's had too much to drink
You know, I will say this. Uh, Darius Rucker is very good um, with word painting. He's mm. he's very good with um, his sort of his lyrical structure. And also, and this is going to sound like a really weird thing, but I love that I can understand every word he's saying. <laughs> the way he sings, is, he enunciates very well, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Especially because the last album we just listened to, uh, you could barely understand, every, you know, hardly anything he was saying. Yeah, you know, it, it's you know, it's a, it's this is like a swaying lighter song to mm-hmm. me. You know, you, you sway back and forth, you hold your lighter up in the mm. air. Um, kind of one of those. This is, I would imagine, if I went to a Hootie concert, that's exactly what would happen at this point. Um, it's a good song, not really one I go to, just because it's kind of slower, and I, I would have to be in the right mindset to to listen to this one. Um, but you know, it's, it's not a bad song and I like how he tells stories, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is probably why he made the jump pretty well into country because that's a lot of what it is. It's sort of just telling stories, Yeah. you know, um, it's, I've noticed a lot, you know, in a lot of country albums, the choruses and stuff are really aren't that catchy. Mm -hmm. The, you know, the music is catchy, but the, the word, most of the words and stuff really aren't that catchy. Um, but there's, it's still forwarding the story. Um, that they generally you kind of have in those types of songs. And he, you know, he kind of shows that here. So I kind of, I can see how that transition can be made. Uh, what are your thoughts on the song? Uh, I obviously, I like this song a little bit better than you <laughs> from just what your comments are, which is fine um, to me. I mean, this song is definitely, it's a little bit more deep, uh, obviously, you know, softer and deeper than the previous two songs on the album. Um, I, I actually love this song. It's a song that's one of my most played on the entire album. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a song for me that I can listen to at any time. It's, I don't have to be in the mood for this one. I know it's slower, but those, some of those songs are the ones that, that if they are a meaningful slow song or, you know, not even, this isn't really a slow song, but if it's, it's a, if it has just like those kind of things that, that gives me feels (laughs) and this song is one that gives me feels and I can do it. I can totally see the whole lighter thing. Like that definitely makes sense for this song. Um, and it's it's the kind of one that I keep coming back to, and it's the kind of song that like hits hits me in the heart more than a lot of other songs. Right. And and that's why I I love those kind I love those kind of songs. Um. So yeah. So this is, this one's one of my absolute favorites. It's not it's not my favorite on the album, but it's it's up there. Um. And this song in particular actually won them a Grammy for I think it was best rock performance. Oh. Uh, for for this specifically for for this specific song. Um, so it, it's it's really good, in my opinion. Yeah, really, really good. Cool. Um, and that brings us to their next big radio hit. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, the, the you know these uh, <laughs> there's three songs back to back that they kind of released in order: "Hold My Hand," "Let Her Cry," and then this one. And I would guess this is probably their biggest hit. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. I think it uh, it it definitely it charted the, the highest on um, any of the uh, the Billboard top 100 than any of the other stuff i think this one was six and everything else was, was lower than that but this one uh definitely was up on the charts for i think longer than any of the others yeah this is probably uh if you were just to uh, you know p- uh, pick someone out of a crowd and and you know say name a hootie song this is <laughs> probably the one that they're gonna say yeah um and that is only want to be with you
right. Uh, why don't you go ahead and start us off on this one? Yeah. Um, so th- we're back. We're back to a more kind of feel good sound with uh, only one of you with you. It's it was, I yeah pretty pretty damn big single. I remember this one being all over the radio, and particularly I remember the music video for this this song. It was the one that was kind of like a fake Sports Center parody for a little bit, and they had like you know they were running around either playing basketball with with somebody uh, or they were like. Uh, throwing footballs. They had like Dan Marino in their music video. <laughs> it was a, uh, yeah, kind of like a silly-ish music video that I kind of remember. Um, in my opinion, it's an enjoyable song, but it's not even close to their best uh, and one of their, uh, and, and and one of my favorites on the album. It's, it's, it's a decent song. It's definitely poppy. It fits really well in the pop charts and I can understand why it did so well, you know, with the masses. But um, it's fine for me. It's it's a decent song, but it's not one, honestly, that I really really go back to. Yeah, this I I think this was a song I got oversaturated with this one mm. for all the play on MTV and the radio and stuff like that. And 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 you know, I mean, I can sit through it, but it's not. It's you know, it's it's not my favorite song on this album. We we haven't gotten to that mm-hmm. one yet. The one that's that is my favorite. You know, it was it was popular. It's catchy. Um, but also I'm with you. It's, it's, it's not my favorite. And, and I don't know the, the whole thing about the dolphins making him cry. just seems like it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and do, doesn't, doesn't really fit. See, I think, I think he was probably talking about real dolphins and then, <laughs> and then in the music video, they have Dan Marino. So you associate it with the dolphins football team. I, maybe not. I don't know, but it is weird. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't know. It just, it just seemingly comes out of nowhere. Um, all right, and then let's go ahead and jump in to the next song, which is Running From an Angel. can definitely hear the those country influences mm-hmm. at the beginning of the song and i this was a song that i i had forgotten and as immediately when it started playing i kind of sense memoried the song back from when you used to play the album you know we back when we just had one stereo in the house we'd have to take <laughs> yeah. turns picking an album <laughs> you know we yeah. all get to pick one and just let it run for the whole thing uh, but i definitely i remembered this as soon as it came on um i i actually kind of like this song a little bit it's a it's a you know it's a it it's definitely a, a slight change in style a little bit you kind of get that uh, sort of fiddle sound that kind of brings us in and overall it's, it's a pleasant song I, this, you know my thoughts on it what do you think 
Yeah, I definitely I like that the the fiddle of the the violin at the beginning. Uh, it's got like a bongo or something underneath it too. Yeah, uh, and then it kind of comes in with the rest of the the regular instruments. Um, I kind of I found myself just kind of tapping my foot the entire way with this song. It just it's a it's a feel good one. It, it makes me happy, um, but it's a it's a nice one. Mm-hmm. It's uh, one thing I really like. Darius Rucker's like just the the cadence that he sings on this one. It's almost like he's singing like in a slight, slightly syncopated beat. You know if that makes sense. If he's singing in that style, but um, I, yeah, I, I I like a lot of elements in this song. It's up there. It's it's a it's a solid song. It, it makes me um yeah. It, it keep it keeps me moving very well through this album for sure. Yeah, it's kind of like a. Eh, like a strutting song or mm-hmm. a walking song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a driving song. No, it's not one you you sit to. It's just it's a walking song. Yeah, it's fun. All right, and let's go on to uh, the next song, which is "I'm Going Home." Adam, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, uh, so this is definitely a softer song. It's kind of a sweeter song. It has some, you know, some some serious, more serious lyrics, which um, kind of helps the transition in some of like the songs kind of on the second half. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. when you want to you want to listen to some of the lyrics, some of the stuff he's saying, I think is pretty it's pretty important. Um, I don't love this song. It's definitely not uh, a favorite, and I still I still like it. I still very much like it, uh, but I do want to call out I. As I've gotten older, I kind of kind of find it a little bullshitty when <laughs> when uh, you know in songs instead of lyrics they just do like sha la 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 sha la 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 I'm going like you couldn't you could have found something that made more sense you know or you, you could have you could have turned it into you know some a little bit better writing than sha la 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 but you know I'm fine with the song but you know, it's, it's not it's not a love it's a like. Yeah, um, yeah. It's you know, it's not one that grabs me. Um, it actually, the style of if you took Darius Rucker's voice out, the style of the the backing instruments uh, very much reminds me of Bare Naked Ladies. Hmm, like okay. just the style, um, just kind of the, the just kind of the way it goes. If you added some piano in there, it would it would sound exactly like a, a it could have <laughs> been a Bare Naked Bare Naked Ladies song. All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to uh, the song, which was their their last song to be released 
as a single, and that was Drowning. Trouble with the world is way too busy to think about it all Like, why is there rubble playing from the state house walls? Tired of hearing this shit about here it is not here I definitely think this is one of the more interesting ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think it has a very good message <clears throat> all the way through. I really like the beginning of the song because it doesn't sound like anything else. You know, you start off with harmonized guitars, um, a drum beat, which is different from everything else they've done before. It it grabs you right out of the ba- uh, right out of the gate as being something that sounds a little different. And I like his his sort of um, r- sort of rhythmic singing at the beginning of this. Uh, so uh, overall, this was sort of like a surprise one. I kind of forgot about this one, even though mm-hmm. they released it as a single. It was definitely not one I remembered. Uh, so Adam, what do you think of this? Yeah, this one uh, this one, and the next one, I, <laughs> I keep going back and forth. And so when I wrote <laughs> when I wrote down my note for Drowning, I wrote down, uh, I think this is my favorite song on the album. <laughs> and then I wrote the exact same comment on the next song, which we'll talk about. <laughs> but uh, I love this song particularly because I I really do love that it's got a message Um, you know they're really they're talking about racism and prejudice and you know just the the idiocy of them like I and I really like that they they up the tempo for the song it does it doesn't sound like other stuff on the album it comes a little bit harder at you um, and it's just kind of like you know getting in your face like hey what the fuck why do you hate some people why do you have a rebel flag on your fucking state flag uh, Carolina um, you know, shit like that. And they're just, they're kind of pushing just, you know, for, you know, this, this kind of song is the kind of song that makes me want to like go grab a banner or join a rally and, <laughs> and kind of, you know, do something for a better America. Um, it's, it's a song with a message and I really, really like songs like that. And, and this one, uh, and this one has a really good beat to it too. And then the way he's, yeah, the way his, uh, his singing, it just it it works. I, I really really like drowning. All right. Speaking of favorite songs, we're going to my favorite song, which it sounds like it could also mm-hmm. be your favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much when I hear drowning, I'm like, yeah, this is my favorite. And then I hear time, the next one, I'm like, yeah, this is my favorite. <laughs> um, I've always really kind of liked this song. It's it's uh, it's a little bit different from their other ones, but not too much. Um, uh, let's just go ahead and listen to it. Time, why you punish me? Like a wave crashing into the shore, you wash away my 
I love this song. Mm-hmm. I really do. This is this was one of the few songs I would could go back to, um, you know, before having gone back and really listening to everything again in this album. And I found a few ones so far that I really liked. Um, I've always liked this song. Again, it was one of the first songs I learned how to play on guitar when I was mm-hmm. learning to play mm-hmm. guitar because it's a fairly that opening lick is fairly uh, not too difficult to play. But it's 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 a fun lick to play. Um, I like the song. I, I like how it starts and then builds in. Um, I'm just I'm just a fan of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, it's it's one that I can listen to at pretty much any point of the day for me. And even though like I'm not sure if this one or Drowning is my favorite, but Time is is I would have to say is probably my most played song from the entire album. Um, it's one I think I have on like more different playlists. Or at least like the playlist that I listen to the most, uh, but it is it is good one. It's just there is something about it that it just it, the song flows really well for me. It just it feels it feels nice. Like it, it takes you on a very smooth ride, but it's a good one, and uh, I'm really really happy happy with time. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move on to the next song, which is entitled "Look Away." Are standing there, tears upon her cheek. Told me something was wrong. I asked her what it was. She looked away and said, My daddy's old. Well, I knew what that meant. It meant that I could. This is a, it's a, to me, this is kind of a, not a throwaway song, but it's definitely one I skip or I would skip if I was going through the whole album all the way through. To me, it's not really much to write home about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of filler. I kind of agree. It's, it's quieter, calmer than definitely than their previous couple songs. Um, it's, as, yeah, same kind of thing. This is the kind of song I am sure I skipped when I was younger. (laughs) Um, it's still, kind of a solid song i mean it's okay yeah um it's not as strong as their other stuff but it's fine the song has some merits but it's fine it's yeah it's just it's just kind of late filler you know right um yeah yeah let's (laughs) let's just keep moving (laughs) let's keep moving on 
All right, we're kind of coming close down the home stretch <clears> with this one. Uh, it brings us to the song Not Even the Trees. Alone As I sit and watch the trees Won't you tell me if I scream Will they bend down and listen to me And it makes me wonder If I know the words when you come Or will you laugh at me Or will I run to me where you're going now son I said I don't know where I'm going boy I only know where I'm from and it makes me wonder if the stars shine when my eyes close until my brother's heart cries I had to stop it because I was I was zoning out I was going to end up letting it run way too long yeah so an interesting song I like the use of uh, glasses in the background Mm-hmm. Just kind of playing, you know, like t- tinned like wine glasses and stuff like that. You can kind of like pitched a little bit, um, you know. It, to me, again, it's a lot like Look Away. Not really much, not much to it for for me anyway. So, what do you think of it? Yeah, I mean these these last three songs on the album are some of the three weakest. They're they're fine. They're they're fine songs, but they aren't as good as the the previous eight on the album. Um, the one I do like this song better that I like look away I would say it's it's you know it's a it's it's a nice chill song that I can like go on a walk and think and I feel like this <laughs> is the kind of song that just that makes me want to like, I just want to go if I need to be in my own thoughts and just get away from people and take like a walk which I used to do in like high school uh, right. <laughs> quite a bit actually Um you know, I used to maybe I used to think I was deep or something, and I've got a couple <laughs> albums that I'm sure we'll talk about. A couple songs in particular that like really hit me hard. This wasn't one of those, but this is the kind of song that makes me think fondly about other songs like that. <laughs> so, uh, but it is one that could have made that list, uh, or at least could have like been on that playlist and been like you know filler on that playlist, just kind of like how it's you know, almost filler on this album. Yeah. All right, and that brings us to the official end of the album. Uh, with the aptly named song, Goodbye.
the way to the song title (laughs) um you know it's a slower song it's fine i find darius rucker has a lot of uh similar uh vocal cadences to the ends of his phrases Mm -hmm. he likes to tend to use the same sort of endings of you know when you get to the end of the phrase of a lyric or something like that or a musical phrase he'll use a lot of the same sort of things over and over again Um, which works well for him but after a while you start to notice it or I start to notice it, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, eh, I've already heard you do this before. I, I want to <laughs> see you stretch and do something new. So, eh, you know, that's my thought on this song. No, eh. Yeah, eh. No, it's, um, uh, as I was writing my notes uh, while I was first, listen- like, re-listening to it, I was like, eh, this is this is probably my least favorite song on the album. You know, it's another quiet one, you know, especially compared to the stuff at, uh, the, from the beginning and the first half of the album. Um, and then the more I listened to the song, I was like, Definitely my least favorite on the album. I changed from uh, probably to definitely. It's definitely my least least favorite song. It's um, it's just I don't know. There's not enough not enough depth into this song. It's just very very simple, very basic, but not not strong enough. It's not making me tap my foot. It's not making me really think. It's not making me feel. It's just kind of there. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's kind of ending. This album is ending on a weak note, which is unfortunate because I do really, really like the album. Um, but, but like these last three songs have been kind of like, yeah, def- definitely weaker than the previous ones. Um, and so that brings us to the official end of the album, except it's not yeah. because this yeah. is the 90s. <laughs> and in the 90s, we had cassettes and CDs, and we liked mm-hmm. to add secret songs to the end. That um, we did. And, uh, this one, I mean, it's it's you know it's it's a traditional song, so mm-hmm. it's you know it's I've heard this song in many many different sort of iterations. Um, it's kind of interesting that he threw it on here, and let's go ahead and listen to it. And I'm just gonna go ahead and play the whole thing because it's only 54 seconds long. <laughs> so, all right, and that is uh, Darius Rucker singing solo on the traditional song "Motherless Child." I feel like a motherless child Sometimes I feel like a mother, a motherless child Sometimes I'm real like a motherless child A long, long way from my home This sounds like they were in the studio and the engineer was like, all right, Darius, I got to set the levels. Can you just sing something for me? (laughs) Yeah. And that's what he sang. And they were recording, and they just, oh, we'll just keep it and throw it on the end. Yeah, they might be just be like, hey, hey, well, did you guys know it's the 90s and secret songs are a thing? <laughs> let's just let's just throw this in here. Uh, yeah, it's not it's nothing special. It it kind of fits okay with going straight from the goodbye song to this one. You know, kind of keeps that slow, quieter kind of stuff. I mean, it's just it's just Darius acapella 
right. just singing in a, in a room that has a good bit of reverb. It's yeah, it's it's fine. It's not. I definitely don't just listen to this song ever. <laughs> but true. As, as as a secret song, it's okay. I mean, it really it does show. I mean, I love Darius's voice. I love it. And so this kind of just shows him being awesome singing on his own. And so I like that aspect of it. But you know, it's not a song by any means. It's just like a it's a little extra track. Yeah, but you do get a little bit more of. Uh you know the, the sort of gospel influential uh, mm-hmm. the singing style that he, he you know he does kind of vary it up a little bit for this one, which, oh, which i like and appreciate yeah. i almost wish they had you know tried to make a whole song out of it instead of just him yeah. singing it so um i'm going to go ahead and jump in with my final thoughts because uh, i want you to have the last word on this okay overall not really a huge fan of the album as a whole there's a few songs uh I'm picking out i loved time um i like drowning uh, there are other radio hits I can listen to if I have to. Running from an Angel and, and Hannah Hannah Jane, the opening track, were ones that I, I kind of like were surprised. It's like, oh, you know, this is kind of fun. I could listen to this one. Um, I forgot to mention this when we talked about the song, but I mentioned that there was a famous person who sang background on Hold. It was on uh, Hold My Hand, mm. and you can't really tell it was him, but it was David Crosby. Oh, okay. Yeah, if Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Yeah. Yes, Crosby, Stills, Nash, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. However you <laughs> want to, whichever one, you, whichever one of those you preferred. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting. I don't know how they got him for this, or, or for mm. that, or you know why he was, but he did background vocals on that one song. So anyway, that's uh, that's sort of my overall thoughts uh, on the album. Uh, Adam, what do you? What are your final thoughts on this? Yeah, um, I don't think you saw, but when you said, "Oh, I don't really like this whole album," I flicked you off pretty good. <laughs> I hold this album in just, in, it's in my nostalgic love, and it will always be there. And I still wholeheartedly feel like it's an album you can listen to from top to bottom and be happy with. Yes, it gets slower and slower. Like the the look away, not even the trees and goodbye are just kind of like, eh, okay, it's weakening. But then, just as it's weakening with those three songs, you know, if you start it back up and go back to Hannah Jane, and then you kind of get it, then it's a good flow. And then you just can kind of listen to this song on repeat and repeat and repeat and be happy. And I've actually kind of done that before uh, while at work. You know, if I just had to have work and, like, I need to zone out, this this is a great album for having on in the background. Um, it makes me feel good. It brings me back to a very happy time in my life, to that, you know, elementary, middle school time, as I mentioned before. Um, it's... Uh, it's 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 fucking good. Darius Rucker's voice is fantastic. Everybody else is pretty good too. Like there's no real standout musicians um in the band. Right. And I I uh I do have to say I I know it blew everybody's mind when we all found out that Darius Rucker isn't named Hootie and like just the fact <laughs> the fact that why the fuck would you have this name of this band being Hootie and the Blowfish if no one is named Hootie and the band behind you isn't named the Blowfish. Uh, it's just kind of weird, but you know, whatever it's the nineties and this, uh, this album takes me there, takes me back to the nineties and it makes me hot. It makes me happy. It puts a smile on my face. All right. Well said. All right. That is our review of cracked rear view by Hootie and the Blowfish. Join us next time for our holiday episode as we review the 1983 classic, a Christmas story. We talk about the 60s Dr. Seuss special, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and we recast the Christmas story using actors of today. 
You can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com, or you can find us on social media at at blastpastcast, that's at blastpastcast, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So until next time, I'm John. I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time.